0: Welcome to Torah Talk, a program that challenges 2,000 years of misunderstanding and neglect of the Torah, God's law. In this show, we will be threshing ideologies by examining these scriptures in their Hebraic contexts. Our goal is to separate the wheat from the chaff, the truth from misconception. This program is sponsored by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic congregation in Thornton, Colorado.
1: Shalom, lovers of the Torah, and thank you for choosing to listen to Torah Talk. I'm your host, Pastor Mark. It's great to be with you. In this podcast, I will share some thoughts from the book of Leviticus. This book was and is about the responsibility of holiness as a way of life for the believer. Now, living in a world that is obsessed with redefining almost every area of virtue, it is refreshing to have the record of Leviticus weigh in on the truths surrounding, let's say, how we understand human sexuality. Gender, marriage, and the family, just to state a few. So, thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Keep in mind, it's one of the very few podcasts that interprets the Torah from a messianic perspective. Thank you for your support. Keep in mind that this is a midrash and is not to be construed as a doctrinal statement or a theological treatise on the subject. I'm simply wrestling with the passages to better inform you as well as myself, and I reserve the right to change my mind on my ideas as I grow in the grace and knowledge of the Messiah. So, let's jump into this book. Uh, It is referred to within rabbinic circles as Torah Kohanim, and it's more widely known, of course, as Leviticus. The Torah texts that I'll be referring to uh, come from the JPS translation a translation by Jews for Jews into English from the Hebrew, um, so that's what I'm going to be uh, citing from when I when I read a text from the Torah. So Leviticus, uh, this word Leviticus, this name of this book, it comes from the Latin word. Uh, actually, it is a Latin word that comes from the Greek word Leviticon, and that comes from the Hebrew word Levy or Levite. And this word Levite really conceptualizes. Uh, the idea of the priesthood, which was given to Levi. And so these these laws that we find within this book are primarily related to the priesthood. They're instructions for the priesthood about what it means to be holy unto God. Now, keep in mind that these are given to Levi or the priesthood, uh, but originally it wasn't given to one tribe. It was given to all the tribes of Israel. It's reduced down to one tribe due to the golden calf incident. But originally, God had called the nation as a nation to be a kingdom of priests unto him. And under the renewed covenant, according to Jeremiah in chapter, uh, uh, his later chapters, 30, 31, 32, 33, and so forth. uh, This whole idea of a new covenant, a renewed covenant. uh, What that's going to do is that's going to restore the priesthood to all believers, to all of believing Israel that's it that's where it gets restored once again therefore the info here is highly relevant for all believers both Jewish and Gentile together in messiah Jewish believers and Gentile believers they are the very priesthood that was promised through Moses foreseen in Melchizedek and actualized in and through Yeshua the Messiah so let's look at a few powerpoints in Leviticus i want i want to just you know, pull out a few just to consider them. Uh, we don't have enough time in this show to do a full treatment of, of this Torah portion anyway, the opening portion of the book of Leviticus. Uh, but I do want to talk about in general, some of the points that are brought out that I think you'll find uh, interesting as the backdrop uh, to this book called Leviticus. So let's begin here. Leviticus answers the covenantal privilege that was stated earlier in Exodus chapter 19. This is, this is verses five through six JPS translation. God speaking, of course, through Moses to the people of Israel says this. Now, then if you will obey me faithfully and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession among all the peoples. Indeed, all the earth is mine, but you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you are to speak to the children of Israel. Now think about that for a a moment. He's entering into a covenant with them. They're going to become a kingdom of priests. Who? Israel, the sons of Jacob, all of them, all 12 tribes, not not one tribe, not Levi, but, but the entirety of the children of Israel, they're going to constitute a kingdom of priests unto God, a holy nation. That's important to keep in mind. Leviticus 19.2 states this, and this, of course, encapsulates probably more than any other verse, the theme of Leviticus It says, speak to the whole Israelite community. Again, I want to point out it's the whole Israelite community, not just Levi, but uh, it says here, speak to the whole Israelite community and say to them, you shall be holy for I, the Lord, your God am holy. So the instructions given to the children of Israel, those whom he redeemed, he says, I want you to live differently than the nations around you. Your lifestyle, your way of life is going to be different than those around you. I'm holy. You're going to be holy. And so he defines what holiness is. And by by restricting them in areas of their lifestyle, they will become different than all the nations around them. They'll become holy unto the Lord. And this is his desire for them, that they would live according to his virtues, his values, his ethics, um, that they would emulate, so to speak, the righteousness of their Father who is in heaven. Even the Messianic Jewish apostle Peter instructs his community of Jewish and Gentile believers to fulfill this ancient theme of Leviticus. This is 1 Peter 1, 14-16. He says this, As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lusts, which were yours in your ignorance, but like the Holy one who called you be holy yourself also in all of your behavior, because it is written, you shall be holy for I am holy. Think about that. Peter instructing Gentile believers along with Jewish believers, but it's noteworthy to, to point out that even the Gentile believers are brought into the commonwealth of Israel to believing Israel, to the household of faith. And he says, you shall be holy. Why? Because the one who called you is holy. And then he quotes Leviticus. You shall be holy for I am holy. Peter quoting Leviticus to instruct the Gentiles to embrace a lifestyle that's already been defined. It's amazing in every way. I just love this. So holiness as a way of life, It included religious responsibilities to God, as reflected in the book of Leviticus. It includes religious responsibilities to God, as well as ethical and moral uh, issues related to justice, kindness, mercy in our relationships with with each other. So we have all these responsibilities towards God and then towards one another that are under this umbrella called holiness. Let me give you an example. Leviticus 18.22 this this one's popular right it says do not lie with a male as one lies with a th- with a woman it is an abhorrence yeah amazing isn't it pretty clear H- here we have in this passage uh homosexuality listed as an ab- ab- abhorrence or an abomination uh, um now i think that's pretty clear i think you know when you read it um, and, you, you know, it, I mean, it just says that explicitly, uh, this sexual preference of homosexuality is unacceptable sexual behavior for the believer who's called to be holy. The believers called to be holy cannot practice this as a sexual preference. It's, it's an abhorrence. It's an abomination. That's pretty clear. You say, well, the same book also makes the case that eating pork is up, uh, abhorrent or an abomination. <laughs> yeah? And your point is, wh- what is your point? Oh, you were thinking that I eat pork. <laughs> well, that would be a glaring in- inconsistency and somewhat hypocritical. But I don't eat pork. Why? Because when it comes to the category of diet... Pork is a nasty and unacceptable food choice for the believer who is called here to holiness. To eat it would be an abomination. Of course I don't eat pork. In the category of sexual behavior and sexual norms, homosexual behavior is also nasty and unacceptable as a choice for the believer who is called to holiness. So I wouldn't do either one. Why? Because God said, don't do it. You're my son. I redeemed you. Be holy unto me, for I am holy. So th- that, that's just one example. There's so many beautiful instructions in so many areas of life in this ancient book of Leviticus. I encourage you to dig in and, and kind of reboot your moral compass. Line it up with the Word of God. It'll, it'll be transformational in every way and refreshing to you, especially in the day and age we're living in, Right. So now, in order to understand and apply holiness in our lives, we need to understand the truths and principles embedded in this ancient book called Leviticus. We don't have the freedom to disregard it as archaic and irrelevant. No, it may be old, but that doesn't mean that it's irrelevant. In fact, because it's old and relevant, we refer to it as a foundational book in regard to holiness. So the next time you read Peter or Paul, and they're called to holiness as a way of life for believers, both Jewish and Gentiles. Please note carefully, they got that material primarily from Leviticus. And if you want to understand Paul and Peter in this regard, you'll have to go back and spend some time in one of their favorite books, Leviticus. Yeah. So in summary, Leviticus is the book that is primarily concerned about holiness as a way of life. It defines holiness and how it would be to live out that that life of holiness for the redeemed. It it, it describes and gives us a picture with examples and instructions of what holiness would look like in the life of the redeemed. It concerns itself with religious, moral, and ethical demands. It reveals foundational truths related to concepts of gender, sexuality, marriage, family, And that's just to state a few, it's many, it's very broad in its scope. If you're confused by a topsy turvy, torah world, the world that we live in, I encourage you, in fact, I challenge you to prayerfully and carefully read and study this book again. You will find your virtuous bearings once again. You'll gain your footing. You'll get rooted and established. In the beauty of holiness and righteousness, you will beckon and secure many blessings for you and your loved ones. As you find your own calling to holiness in this ancient book, you'll find meaning, purpose and fulfillment. Your experience will be filled with the uh, transformation of the power of God through his spirit and his word. So thanks for uh, listening. And that concludes our program. Uh, A special thanks to our great King, Yeshua, the Messiah, and to you, our listeners and supporters, for making this podcast possible through your prayers and financial giving. For those that give a lot and for those that give a little, together it makes this show possible. Thank you. Know that in your prayers and financial giving, you are partnering with us as we advance the kingdom of Messiah in Israel, the United States, and throughout the world. We are a highly rated and listened to Messianic podcast on iTunes under the category of Judaism. Subscribe now, pray with us, give financially, and share the vision and power of this podcast with everyone you know. Baruch Hashem. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm your host, Pastor Mark. And until our next show, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Prince of Peace, Yeshua the Messiah. Shalom.
0: Torah Talk has been brought to you by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation located at 8891. Hose Boulevard in Thornton, Colorado. Your host has been Pastor Mark McClellan. Join us for Sabbath services at 1 p.m. next Saturday afternoon. For more information, please call us at 303-761-9948 or visit our website at www. Dot grafted in. That's G-R-A-F-T-E-D-I-N dot com. God bless you and shalom.